Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring successful tech sales professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share best practices, insights, and lessons learned with other tech sales professionals. As a sales professional, the more we learn, the more we earn. Once we earn it, how can we put those hard-earned commission dollars back to work to build additional income streams that will create the freedom we are all working to achieve? I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. Welcome back to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is Chris Freeman. And I want to talk a little bit today about competition. As tech sales professionals, we are all out there competing. I mean, you may be dealing with competitors of all sizes. Maybe you're dealing with a large incumbent competitor in an account that you want to break into or maybe get more traction uh, with. Maybe you are the incumbent. But you know, think about it. Our business is fluid and there's no, there's no right way to win. There's no magic bullet on how you should compete. Every scenario is different. While some tactics definitely can carry over between customers and sales engagements, you'll often find yourself having to adjust to unique customer situations. Um, and that is why our profession is so incredible. And that's why we're needed. You just can't outsource what we do to you know, a call center, or a, you know, AI. Um, you can't automate it. You know, it needs people. It needs skill. It needs thought. Um, so anyways, a little bit of a tangent there. But when competing, you know, I really believe that going directly at your competition, it's not always the best move. In fact, rarely would I recommend it. I, I just think it's one of the fastest ways to drive down your price. You kind of go head to head and next thing you know, you're finding that the only way you, you can compete is just to price your solution lower. Um, I would much rather execute some type of flanking sales strategy or campaign. Now, while war and battles, they're, they're a horrible thing, there are some interesting examples and analogies that we can look at. And in so many cases, a flanking strategy was a predominant and more successful strategy. So for example, we can go all the way back to the American Revolution with George Washington. You know, he was not this major military or he didn't have this major military force. His army was a ragtag group of undertrained and undersupplied soldiers. Now, time is a way of glorifying things and making them seem like they were bigger than they really were. But the reality uh, was or is that most of his maneuvers were very small pinprick attacks against a much larger force, kind of a get in there, hit them and run, a hit and run campaign, um, get in a skirmish, make him feel some pain and then retreat. Um, he would often message to his troops to focus on attacking where they would not expect it. You, know, you didn't have to win a major battle, just win that skirmish, rack up a bunch of small successes, rack up a bunch of small wins, and then you know success sort of starts to build upon itself. I recently read a quote about a study of 30 wars across time, different countries, different cultures. And within those 30 wars, there was 280 specific campaigns or conflicts. And out of those 280, only six of the 280 successful campaigns were the result of a direct attack on the enemy's military. The battles were all smaller battles fought on the flanks. So when you're thinking about how to unseat the incumbent, you know, how can you flank them? Where can you create some pain? 
how can you keep them busy addressing maybe some other area of the business, the solution, the technology? How can you force them to maybe respond to questions about something else that is not their strength? Maybe it's your strength. Uh, is there an opportunity to shift the discussion on how a customer measures certain, certain things in their business that puts a new or different pressure on your competitor? I mean, ultimately, ultimately, you know your business, so you're going to have to take some time to figure out how you, how you can specifically start to pinprick, as they say, the incumbent. Another example, right, for, for, if you're a basketball fan, look at Phil Jackson, right, Hall of Fame coach. Um, you know, he implemented this thing called the triangle offense. Its whole purpose was to create ball movement and really route the ball away from the defensive pressure versus going directly at it. What that did was that opened up the floor, then gave or created opportunities to act, to attack the hoop. Now, if you have give a little bit of a side tangent, but if you have, or you are the over, overwhelming force, you're the incumbent. You need to be careful. I mean, there's just a natural risk to become complacent and start to coast. You're exposed to someone who's much hungrier than you. Think about it. That attacking competitor, they have nothing to lose. They're just trying to get in there. You do. So you should start thinking about how can you maybe shift your approach when you are the incumbent? And now that'll be a topic for a different episode. Now, think about this. So back to the... uh, maybe the uh, the smaller uh, attacker. It's natural, right? If you're going after uh, an account or going after an incumbent and you are faced with force, maybe they had some counterplay or they did something, it's natural to want to push back. Uh, but when that force is the incumbent and bigger than you, what's the point? Uh, now, I'm not into martial arts, but I remember when one of my kids did it, they would teach you to not push back on the force, right? If somebody attacked you, you don't necessarily have to directly stop it and attack or push back, but instead bring it in and then redirect it, right? Use their force to redirect it. Um, and it takes a lot less energy uh, for your own attack or your own counter move. I don't know, like Star Wars, right? Use the force. Now, you're wasting your time and burning valuable resources if you're, if you're going to try to match that bigger, bigger competitor uh, move for move. It's just an inefficient way to sell. It, it may seem like it's a longer process, but sometimes you have to go the long way around to get to the desired destination. Yeah, it's it's a harder way to compete, but hey, if it works, why not do it? Uh, Ryan Holiday, he's an author, many books. Check him out if you haven't read it, any of his content. But he has a quote that goes that says, the longest way around is the shortest way home. I think I might put that on my whiteboard. It's a great quote, something that we should all remember as we're out there battling day in and day out. So that's it for today. Until next week, make this your best week ever. I hope you are enjoying this episode. I wanted to break in with a quick commercial. During the podcast, we sometimes talk about how to invest those hard-earned commission dollars so that you can build that freedom we are all working towards achieving. Now, I built that through 20 years of real estate investing. Now, recently, my team helped me put together a webinar on how top sales pros can create passive income and achieve financial freedom with hands-off real estate investing. 
Now, I'm still doing this. And as I continue to invest, I'm giving opportunity for others to learn and invest alongside of me. So if you want to learn more, go check out our webinar at hightechfreedom.com forward slash webinar. That is hightechfreedom.com forward slash webinar. We will also put the link in the show notes. Thanks again for joining us today. To get more sales and real estate tips, you can subscribe to our newsletter at hightechfreedom.com. You can also join our private Facebook and LinkedIn group that is exclusively for sales professionals. If you found a nugget of good information in the podcast, please subscribe, give us a positive rating and write a review. If there is a topic that you would like us to cover in the future, please send us a note through our website at hightechfreedom.com. Until next week, make this your best week ever. Thank you.